Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Uh, Howard math. The <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. Uh, I thought it was so funny because it's so obvious. Right. It's that one times one can't be one because it's two. I'm like, bro, it's one one time. Like, do you not know how multiplication <laughs> works? What the fuck? That's why. It, that's why zero times everything is zero because it's zero times. You stupid motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> It was funny because I was listening to uh, this conspiracy theory podcast, and and these guys these guys are actually pretty pretty cool because they're they're funny about some stuff, and you know uh, you know they believe certain things, but you know the more, most outrageous stuff they tend not to. And they were talking about celebrity conspiracy theories theories that, you know celebrities have, yeah. and they go yeah, and they go and the funniest one from was from this was from 2015 and in an interview that Terrence Howard had with Rolling Stone. And then said, he's like, yeah, about math. And the other guy's like, the fuck, what the fuck is with math? And, you know, then he, he explained the story. He was like, yeah, that, you know, that he got it, that he's, he's like studying engineering or something like that. And then told his fucking professor that times table doesn't make sense. Two times, one times one does can't equal one. And then the other guy did the same thing. He was like, what does he not, does he not understand that it's like one one time is one like you know it's like otherwise it's called addition like i don't right. see how that it's not fucking hot like i i don't get it and on that logic does that mean one times two is not two right one times three is not three like the, it, on his logic the entire multiplication system wouldn't work teriology i think is what it's called is what he called it terry suck my dick <laughs> fuck out of here. He's just one of those cats that, that he's he's drinking his own fucking Kool-Aid over there, <laughs> and he thinks he's so smart. I mean, come on now. <laughs> what I heard, I was like going, wow. Like, wow. I knew this guy always seemed a little weird, but I was like, wow. Like, you know, Einstein believed one times one was one. 
That's good enough for me. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, well, like in that Mashable clip that I sent you where he's like, you know, if Tesla was here, his mind would be blown. And Einstein, and I was like, going, yeah, they'd be blown because they'd be like, how fucking stupid are you? No, it's a good thing you lost that Marvel money. <laughs> for real. I would have been embarrassed to call you fucking war machine. <laughs> you don't deserve the fucking badge. <laughs> Turn in your badge and cut. Can you imagine if he was doing that like on the set? Like oh. irritating the piss out of Robert Downey Jr. Like <laughs> He would get him fired for real. Yeah, be like, oh, I feel like Robert Downey Jr. is a really nice dude. I feel if he was acting the fool like that, get the fuck off my set. Just it's like, like but it's like your set. Your, your play of – no, this is my set, homie. <laughs> the fuck off my set. <laughs> and everyone would be like, this is set. What do you want? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I am the Avengers. Imagine fucking imagine Robert Downey Jr. freaking out. <laughs> the Avengers without me. I am the Marvel Universe. <laughs> Fuck Stanley. <laughs> Fuck everybody. Fuck Jack Kirby. Fuck Emma. <laughs> he starts believing it too. He's like, the Watchers spoke to me in a dream. It's just like what? Galactus ain't got shit on me. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl and I was speaking and we decided that not only was the staff a good thing but what times one can't be one motherfucker and I'm Odin's son bitch <laughs> <laughs> it's like what the fuck you just broke Robert Downey Jr. dude <laughs> like fucking Terrence Howard did it again fucks up everything he goes to Kevin, first of all Kevin let's Feige just, gets that call like um yeah Terrence Howard broke RDJ again he's <laughs> like god damn this guy let's just have let's have a moment of silence though I'm sorry a moment of reverence for how for Terrence Howard I want to congratulate him on having the most elaborate excuse for flunking out of school like come on you listen bro engineering's hard I'm not hating on you right but you don't you need to you're better than that. Okay? <laughs> you don't need to do that. It's one of those things where like just because you can't understand something Right. Like there has to be a reason that, that this doesn't make sense. It's not because I'm fucking dumb. It's because you guys ain't doing it right. It's because I can't. It's not because I can't get it. It's because you guys don't. But know then, how the but then, works. on that point, he didn't understand the multiplication table. Like, why was he arguing the multiplication table in college? And they teach him that in middle school. Yeah, like that's my. That was kind of my thing too. Was like, well, wait. Or elementary school. Yeah, like wait, don't. How? What has this been like? You know, this has been a thorn in you my, you know, in my backside since like second grade. <laughs> like, did he? Oh did he finally feel like at college was when he can finally expose everyone to the truth? <laughs> I don't even think he went to college. This is all fake news. I don't give a fuck what any of this. It's a fucking sham. <laughs> Oh my god! This is all fake news to destroy Robert Downey Jr. That's all it is. Oh, I, I want to throw in this before we do our intro, ladies and gentlemen. There's an app called uh, Libby. I thought you were gonna say Grinder. I was gonna say everybody knows about that. Steve uses that. Um, I get lonely. <laughs> there's an app called Libby, right? So if you have a library card, and if you don't, go get one. They're free. <laughs> Libby connects to it, right? Uh-huh. And you can borrow books digitally. Yeah. And you can bo- and you can also borrow audiobooks, right? Oh, right, yeah. So, so they have a whole section of audiobooks that are always available. 
And then some, because due, due to licensing, they can't le- They have to have a limited amount they can have out at a certain time. It's really dumb, but it's just a legal <laughs> thing. But um, I, I rented this book called What If? And it's fucking brilliant. So these really stupid questions that they answer scientifically. Like one of them was, uh, fuck, I'm drawing a blank, but. <laughs> Riveting. But <laughs> the narration, the person reading it. Mm-hmm. Will motherfucking Wheaton. Nice. It's fucking great. I'm telling you like this. You like audiobooks? Free. Okay? Read any book you want, whatever. And you, you don't have to be at the library. You can, you can your phone anywhere. Get that shit. Oh, and it hooks up to Kindles too. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say you can even, um, if you don't have the, because I, I did that for, I did that like a couple of weeks ago. I got a, a digital book on, on impeachment from the library. And yeah. I, uh, I download and yeah, if, even if you have like an iPad, if you have the Kindle app, go right to that Amazon rents it to you and then takes it when it's done. And you can it's choose fun. like, like up to like a week, two weeks to three weeks. And no late fees either because it just, it takes it away from you after yeah. the, yeah. A, that'd be some bullshit. <laughs> if you didn't hit the, if you didn't hit the return button, they charge you. Surpri- I, oh, I would be surprised if someone tried to do that I shit. I would punch someone in the, I would find someone to punch in the face for that shit. <laughs> I'd be so mad. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, that'd be funny. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You didn't, uh, you didn't, uh, unlink the book. So, uh, it's I didn't fucking what? <laughs> <laughs> You see me lose my fucking mind, dude. Yeah, it's like oh, cool, an unopened water fuck, bottle. Yeah. Fuck you and your forty-five cents. <laughs> I had to pay. Uh, listen, I had to pay some late fees just to be able to use a Libby app. All right. Oh, really? So, yeah, because I forgot. Um, I had some books out that I, I put. My problem is I put them up in the closet one day because I was I was in the closet and then I completely forgot they were in there, and um, they were charging me like. 60 something i was like, oh fuck oh, so i returned the books but i forget i still owe the late fees right so it dropped down to like 21 bucks and i was like a hair's breadth away from going to collections <laughs> oh, oh shit so i fucking you know whipped out the old debit card <laughs> <laughs> paid those real quick yeah because i was uh yeah because i was i was doing on a side project i was looking up uh like uh um there was a book that i had gotten that was talking about uh three impeachments you know, um, the, uh, presidents and stuff like that. And the library, my local library didn't have like anything on there. So I was like, okay. And then I was like, Oh wait, I can check. I can check, uh, online and see. And yeah, I did that too. So I got it and then, uh, and then had it open through, uh, Amazon, which was cool. Cause that's a cool thing too, because like with me in Phoenix, so I have a Phoenix library card. But it has – and a lot of cities do this now where you have the main library and then you have the little satellite libraries in the neighborhoods. Yeah. So I can – any book from any of those locations I can get from this app. I feel like it's like this isn't a sponsorship. I just <laughs> thought it was really cool and I, I wanted to make sure that everybody knew what was available to them. You know? yeah. yeah, it's not a sponsorship. But if you use your co- coupon code, Lazy Geeks <laughs> – If you use coupon, coupon code um, – Sex, sexy time, Adam. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, in our happy ass, that would be our our, our uh, coupon yeah. code would be like uh, dis dick. <laughs> that would, yeah, yeah. If you go to Squarespace and use the coupon code dis dick, <laughs> spelled it's phonetically, spelled D 
I S. No, 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 no. It's like yeah, use this dick spelled Y O U R M O M. That's right. That's right. <laughs> like I don't know if these guys are trying to tell me something or they just they're really bad at spelling. Now we use the Terrence Howard universal math theory. That's right. what we use. This is how Terrence Howard feels the English language is set up. So. See the he way the, the English language is like, set up. What? See the way my English language is set up. <laughs> a becomes a. It's impossible for A to become before B. Man, fuck this. I'm Terrence Howard, baby. <laughs> fuck out of my face. Uh, Did that damn one show on the fucking where he was the mo- what the hell was that show? Power or something? You mean Empire? Lost Empire. He's, yeah, that's that's like what season five now. Like his one big. I mean, let's be honest. Empire and Power are basically the same fucking shows. <laughs> yeah, pretty but. Much. <laughs> It lost his mind on Empire. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the Lazy Geeks. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam. I'm Terrence Howard. <laughs> I'm Adam Riley. And two times two. Oh, wait. So two times two makes make works then, right? If that's well, what, what did he say one times one was? One times one can't equal one. So it has what to does equal, it equal. It's then? supposedly supposed to equal two. One, one times one is supposed to equal two because one times one can't equal one. So two times two equals four. So then that maybe that's his logic. Maybe that's where he's pulling it from. Oh, <laughs> right. But three times three. Ah. Yeah. See. Yeah. It, it's just. But you know. So the two, two times two is a coincidence because <laughs> right. it's you know. Yeah. Two two times is four. Right. But see, do we could have our own podcast on just trying to decipher his universal math theory? No, you know why we're not going to? <laughs> why? It's a waste of fucking time. <laughs> Fuck him. <laughs> I want to know some of his other theories on shit. I know, right? You see how the clock is set up where there's 24 hours in a day? That's impossible. <laughs> there's actually 77 clackons a minute. What? Make notes of shit? And, like, and the that, skin lizard men are so, oh okay that's where you kind of angle your phone to rec- hit you know hit record and then just be like tell me more <laughs> tell me more tell me all about it you know it's actually a funny thing uh there aren't 24 hours in a day and this is real this is i'm not terrence howarding this there's 23 hours and 58 minutes and after four and we round it up to 24 hours and after four years, we end up with an extra day. Oh, right, right, right. the leap year, leap year and right. that resets the clock. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you. And that, that was created by – that whole calendar system was created by some wonderful um, scientists, bright thinkers in the Roman Empire. <laughs> and they believed one times one was fucking one. <laughs> no, you see Terrence Howard bust through the door. No, that's bullshit. I created that. I Fuck made it. <laughs> It's a Terry like, leap year. That's what it's called. <laughs> well, they didn't believe one times one. They believed I times I was I. <laughs> See, it wasn't even you math. Know. It was alphabet. That's how the alphabet works. Fuck you, Terrence. Get the fuck out. <laughs> I feel like Terrence, Terrence Howard, like, it's funny, too, because you know I disrespect a celebrity when I start using a, his, just his first name. Right. Terrence, fuck off. <laughs> yeah. You know. Oh my god! Yeah, he got money. That's why he act like that. <laughs> right, but whatever. Exactly. You know, uh, he's got that Iron Man one money. <laughs> oh, <laughs> too soon. Too soon. <laughs> I bet he's gonna go see uh, Endgame. 
He ran out of Iron Man one money. That's why it's called Endgame. It's end for him. Oh man, he spent entire money anyways. Oh yeah, uh, you just don't know how to count it. <laughs> just a reminder. Right. Just a reminder uh, that this episode is following a, a different format than our previous ones. Uh, for one, we're recording this on a Thursday night, so anything that happens Friday morning, we'll have to wait for a later time. Adam's moving this week, uh, so we're taking two weeks off, and we'll return in mid-May. And we'll where when we will have a spoilerific review of Avengers Endgame. Uh, since uh, it's only been three days since we recorded our last episode, we didn't have enough time to think about a main topic or watch our shows as they usually appear later in the week. Uh, well, we will get to all of those when we return. So that episode will be long, not to mention probably our only episode for May. So we'll be only discussing some headlines of the past week, which means this episode will be a bit short. And lucky you. <laughs> so it's kind of a it's kind of a trade off from you know last week. <laughs> it was kind of two and a half hours. Right. <laughs> this one will be like twenty minutes. I just didn't want to um because the we were trying to have it so it was like planned out, but then I my uh, moving date changed. And I just didn't want to be like ah oh, fuck y'all you know whatever so. <laughs> which, he have, which he would have. Which he would have. Yeah, I would have. Yeah, he would have. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't want to hear Steve. You know. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like listen steve fuck these people all right i gotta move baby <laughs> everybody talks about dre <laughs> everybody forgets about dre it's like why are you talking talking like uh <laughs> i like to use that try to use that voice from the date the Chappelle show the plead the fifth dude oh yeah <laughs> it's like i gotta move man i got time for this <laughs> i plead the i plead the fifth i plead the i plead the there's an amendment (laughs) (laughs) i watched that skit like two days ago and i'll tell you what it holds up i was crying there's a lot of his shit that still holds up it's great and it's because of him really is what it it really is it really is yeah his his new stand-ups too are fucking awesome oh jeez, yeah he comes hard with it though oh i know my favorite is that first of the the um Netflix one where he talks about the the three times he met OJ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's so deep, and then my buddy leans over to me and said, "Yeah, he did it." <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, all right, why don't you uh, why don't you kick us off into some headlines? Oh my god, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> oh, by the way, one, two, three, fifth. <laughs> <laughs> I see fifth here. <laughs> I plead fifth. I plead. <laughs> oh. My. God, you may remember in last week's CD-ROM edition, <laughs> we told you about several reports of Samsung's Galaxy Fold unit uh, were breaking or damaging um, after one day of uh, use by reviewers. Sorry, let me let me gather my thoughts. I'm, I'm fucking laughing at the skin still, you know. Um, not normal idiot. So yeah, it was. People who were professionally <laughs> handling this device, exactly. it was breaking. Not like us. Right. Like, look, let me see if I can toss this on the couch. Right, exactly. can look. Um, <laughs> reviewers, look at this cool trick that I can do with it. <laughs> <laughs> reviewers that test, um, test these things for a living. Well, on Monday, Samsung announced that they will be postponing launch of the device, which was originally set for April 26th by moving day. Huh. According to a statement from Samsung... Initial findings from the inspection of reported issues on the display showed 
that they could be associated with impact on the top and bottom exposed areas of the hinge, you think. <laughs> there was also an instance where substances found inside the device affected the display performance. <laughs> they plan to announce a later release date in the coming weeks. Um, how about just not? You know, <laughs> like it's a stupid idea. Well, I, you know, it's funny too because, um, like all those stories came out late last week, and then all of a sudden, uh, the and then on Sunday, a planned Samsung launch event, which was supposed to be like Tuesday and Wednesday of that week, Samsung just canceled. And yeah. Samsung, Samsung had it said to I think it was Engadget, uh, China or 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 Japan or something like that, and they said, oh well, it's because of a location. And sure. everybody was like, mm, and I was like, you know, it's possible, but all, th- you know, I go, but, you know, it's like. It's possible, but it don't look good exactly, right now. Exactly. Yeah, that's basically was my, was my, uh, my uh, like theory about how it. you slice that Exactly. Shit. It looks bad. You know, it's like, right. it could just, it could literally be that, or it could be something else. And then like the next morning it was like, boom, here we go. And it's like, going, yeah, this is, this has got to be bad. I mean, to be honest though. Didn't they not know? Like, they had to have known that this could be an issue. Or is it one of those, well, like one in four could pop, or one in 15 could have that, and all 15 of them happen to be the ones that went to fucking well, <laughs> reviewers? I, mean, I bet you the tester people knew, but then they have to convince the suits. Right, that's what and I mean. Delaying I, launch that's costs I mean. money. Yeah, that's what I mean. Is the is the suits that knew? Like, the testers probably yeah. told them like, "Hey, you know, this shit could happen in one in 15. Okay, well, one in fifteen. That's not too bad. But all fifteen went to. Well, then they know? showed they showed them testing them like the, the phones, machines. Yeah, those and machines. it was a machine methodically opening and closing it in a clean room. Right. I'm like, okay. Well, yeah, like, one, that's why I use my phones. I can't remember you know? what, like, one of the, I, I can't remember if it was, like, Engadget or The Verge or TechCrunch, but there was like, yeah, you know, yeah, you see them doing the videos, but that's not how people use it. It's like, you know, you use... I walk in, I walk in my house almost every day, and I toss my phone on the bed. Oh, yeah, same here. Yeah. I toss my phone on the bed. I mean, it's not like, you know, it's like I throw it on the floor. Sometimes it does that. You know, but it's, <laughs> it's not intentional, <laughs> you know, but it's just kind of like, wow, it's it's like, seriously, guys, you guys had to know this. I mean, to be honest, I mean, it's not battery exploding level, but, you know, and then out, then yeah, the, but that was their bad, too. Yeah, that was their shit, yeah. too. But, you know, at the same time, it's like you look at it and you're just thinking, what the fuck, dude? Like, I mean, yeah, you want to be the first out there, but, you know. I mean, even the reviewers are like, you know, it's too much for not enough. You're paying, you're paying a lot for less. And it's like, wait, just wait. So, so see what happens with those, uh, (laughs) pre-orders. Who knows? Yeah. Well, the odds were 50, 50 that the next Samsung galaxy note 10 would have 5g. Normally they are released later in the year. So the odds were even during a conference call last week, Verizon CEO, Hans Vestberg uh, confirmed that the Note and Galaxy coming this year will both have 5G. This may be cool in theory. However, you need to re- you need to be reminded that when 5 actual 5G actually launches this year, it'll be over uh, two dozen cities. Even some industry insiders, i.e., uh, Verizon and Sprint. Oh no, 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 no it was it was uh, AT and T and Sprint said that most. People won't even see fast 5G in 2019. 
However, Verizon promises 30 U.S. cities in 2019, which include Atlanta, Boston, Charlotte, Cincinnati, Cleveland, Columbus, Dallas, Des Moines, Denver, Detroit, Houston, Indianapolis, Kansas City, Little Rock, Memphis, Phoenix, hey. <laughs> Providence, San Diego, Salt Lake City, and Washington, D.C. So, as we said before in our Galaxy Recap episode, just wait until 2020 at least. So, it's cities that are big, but not big in building size. So, it's easier right. to get things done. Like, I mean, I, that's kind of cool that it's coming to my town. I, I never get things first. <laughs> You know, but really having it go to Providence as one of that's disrespectful. <laughs> Little Rock. I mean, come on. Yeah. What are we doing? Des Moines. Like, come on. <laughs> it's like those are just. And no disrespect to people who are in these towns, but you should know more than me. That <laughs> right. It's a little ridiculous. You know? I mean, yeah. You know, missing off the list is, oh, you know, New York, you know, Los Angeles, Los Angeles you know. San Francisco, Sacramento, Seattle. Seattle. I mean, Jesus, you're actually missing Newark. You know, come yeah, on. It's like, what the, like, what the fuck are we, we, we skipping all of New Jersey? Oklahoma of- City. <laughs> uh, fuck Miami. You know, it's like we're yeah, Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Yeah. We're like, what are we just. Uh, well, Las Vegas is actually a pretty small town. Yeah. But, you know, it can, but well, it's everybody's there. Area. It's all. Yeah. It's a big tourist area. It's all confined into one spot. So. But uh, yeah. So. Whatever. <laughs> So, I'm sorry if I'm yawning a lot. I had a long day at work. I love you guys. I'm not bored. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to survive the day here. Um, in episode 328, we discussed the array of Galaxy devices coming out that include included the Samsung Galaxy S10 5G, which we just recently spoke about five seconds ago. Um, which is that which at that time didn't have a release date or price. Well, Verizon had made the device available for pre-order. The 250 gigabyte model of the S10 5G costs thirteen hundred dollars. <laughs> God. <laughs> and the 512 gigabyte option will set you back fourteen hundred dollars. Fifty-four dollars and sixteen cents or fifty-eight dollars and thirty-three cents per month, respectively, for twenty-four months on Verizon device payment plans. It'll be available in Verizon stores May 16th. The S10 5G is a Verizon exclusive for a limited time, and pre-orders, pre-ordered ones will snag a free set of Galaxy Buds. That's actually a pretty good deal, and a Samsung wireless wireless charging battery pack. Um, Verizon also noted access to its 5G ultra wideband network, which will typically cost ten dollars per month, will be included with above and beyond unlimited plans for a limited period. Again, the price is too much for a phone that has less power. Than high-end LTE devices, very true. Wait a year or two. Even the price comes down and the 5G area increases. And I, Steve wrote that. I fully agree with him. It, it, Samsung's becoming the tricking early adopters company. Yeah. You know, and and don't fall for the fucking hype. Like, 5G is going to be great, but it's not there yet. It's just like with 4K. Like you had the dudes who ran out there and spent 10 G's on a fucking 4K TV so they could watch two fucking Blu-rays. <laughs> and now 4K TVs are everywhere. They're trying to give them to me. Yeah. Well, for free. Well, well, remember that article that I sent you about Sony 98-inch 8K television for like yeah. $70,000? It's like, geez, you can buy a Benz for that. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? It's fucking insane. And... To me, I mean, come on, a 256 gigabyte 
5G phone, thirteen hundred bucks. Yeah. You know, it's like, what are we, what are we doing here? Honestly, I know 5G is fast, but are we upset with 4G or something? <laughs> I, I have 4G and I never had a complaint. Yeah. And so. it's, it's just, it's, it's funny too, because like uh, Sprint sued AT&T for their fake logo 5G, you know, with, yeah. with that bullshit. But they're still, they, they supposedly settled because Sprint was saying that it was false advertising, you know, and trying to trick people into going with AT&T because, oh, they have 5G already. And they supposedly settled, but they're still using the logo. They're still using the 5G logo. And it's kind of like, you know, you only have it in a, in a handful of cities. And you, I see it every time on TV. It's always their commercials is like, you know, 5G, E, whatever experience kind of thing. And I'm like, going, you, you don't have it. It's just this. It's like this point of like, oh, we're introducing 5G. So let's throw it out because everybody's going to want it and they're going to realize that they're just getting 4k or 4g lte unless they hit des moines little rock kansas city indianapolis right. you know it's like unless you basically anything that's not a tourist attraction <laughs> with the exception of san diego just well, for the, that the one week in is, july the funny thing is too is you know how all these all these reviewers and stuff are on youtube the majority of them live in la and new york yeah so they're not even gonna fucking it's not even going to be a thing, you know? So it's, it's whatever, dude. Like, like I said, Samsung, I don't know. I think my next phone ain't going to be a Samsung. I'll tell you that much. I've been with Samsung since the motherfucking edge. Okay. <laughs> so we'll yeah. see, but yeah, I know it's kind of, it's just this whole thing of like, it, it's just the, the push out and, and you know, they, they, they're, and this is what I think that they're hoping for. They're hoping for that Apple, that Apple appeal. But even that Apple appeal has waned. You yeah. know, they want early adopters. They want people that, that are going to run out and, and, and buy the things day one. And, you know, there's a reason why Apple is slowly switching from telling people how many devices they're selling to all the extra stuff that they can buy now. There's a reason for that because it's starting to wane. People are like, going, oh, 5G, well, that's cool, but how much more is it going to cost me? And the, Right, your the, consumers are getting a little smarter. Yeah. For the most part. They're realizing that in, in a year, they're, they're going to have a newer model that are going to be better and are going to be a little cheaper. They don't have to pay off the rest of it in, in, you know, in a year. You know, they could just go. It's and funny because most of the uh, younger people like at my job, you'd expect them to have the nicest phone. Like um, there's this one girl at my job. She's 22. Mm-hmm. And she's a, your typical, always on Instagram, you know, type of chick. She's an iPhone 7. Yeah. And she's like, why do I don't need a new one? Yeah, I've been seeing that too. I've been seeing that too with even, even like, uh, like younger kids. They're like, oh yeah, I just got a, the iPhone 8. You know, like, oh, my iPhone, they had an iPhone 6 and it busted. And so they went to go get a new iPhone and then just went and got an 8. You know, and it's like, and my they're, son just and they're asked happy. me for an eight. Yeah, and they're happy with that. And it's, yeah. it's like, it's like going, it's like going, yeah. And then you know, but even the 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 hardcore Apple fans, there are still some. Don't get me wrong, there's still some that are going to want to be those early adopters. But especially when we had the whole 4K, you know, revolution or whatever, and um, you know, people started buying the big 4K TVs, but there was no content for it. You know, nobody was offering 4K. Now everybody's offering 4K, you know, Netflix and fucking even YouTube and all that shit. But, but now, there's also now a it's difference. going to 8K and it's like going, people are going to be like, fuck it. I'm just going to wait. 
you have people. So you have a, two groups, two groups of keep people that are early adopters, right? You have one group that just loves to be on the cutting edge. They're kind of nerdy and that's just the way they are. And then you have another group that, um, and they have the money to blow. They have the money. It's a status symbol. Um, but both of these groups fully understand what they're getting into. If you early adopt something, it might break. It might not work very well because nobody knows it's untested. Right. But now they're trying to get the common consumer to early adopt. And that's where they're running into issues because most people are like, fuck you. I'm not your beta tester. <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> you bring, give me the phone for free then. Yeah, exactly. You know? And the veil's been pulled off on that too, because all these, all the people who review things now are on YouTube, and they keep it transparent. Yeah. For the most part, they're like, "Yeah, I got this for free." Yeah. To review they it, they sent me one, or they asked me to send, to review it, and, because yeah. it's too easy to catch you slipping. Yeah. And it's like, "Fuck you! You didn't pay this for is, that." This is a commercial now, you know. Right. Uh, now, let's be honest about this one. Let's do that. <laughs> it isn't as bad as the 2018 bugs. But it still isn't a bug that you would have known you would have known to look for. So Windows 10's May 2019 update won't install on PCs that have a USB hard hard disk like a like a thumb drive attached or machines with an SD card in the SD card reader. Quote Inappropriate drive assignments can occur on eligible computers that have an external USB device or SD memory card attached during the installation of the May 2019 update, warns a Microsoft support article. Microsoft claims it will fix the issue in a future patch. What does that normally mean? Well, it means that letters associated to some drives could change from like D to E. However, you could remove any... USB or SD storage, but if you're like me, you're going to make them wait to update it. <laughs> so, yeah, but my real question is is when they patch this, what's the patch going to have wrong with it? Yeah, it does it does seem that way too. Fuck. Like they always fuck something else up. And I was just like, "Really, guys? How are we How is this an issue now?" Like cuz I, you know, like on my desktop, I have a external hard drive for all my stuff. And I do have a SD card reader, but generally I usually don't have it in there unless I'm doing a podcast or something like that. But it's kind of like that, like, it's not like Microsoft lets you know immediately when you're updating that, you know, oh, by the way, this is coming up. Yeah. You know, so it's not like, you know, it's not like they let you know, hey, you know, ready to install Windows update, to, you know, Windows May 2019 update. Oh, shit. Is that the one I need to, you know. You know, they just download it. Then when your computer starts winging out on you, then you're like, oh, it must have had an update. It's just Windows is ridiculous. It's so funny because Windows right now is the most unstable <laughs> operating system and it's the most widely used one. And that's something that should give people pause. Like it's it's not this isn't a fucking game. There's a reason why companies don't use the latest Windows. Yeah. There's a reason why they're still fucking using seven because seven is bulletproof. Yeah. As long as it doesn't get a virus, it's fucking bullet because Microsoft ain't fucking with it no more. Right. They well, they secure your patch and that's it. Well, like one of the articles that I was reading on this was saying for most normal people. You're not even going to notice, you know. No, you won't. You won't. Um, that, this is this is a rinky dink issue. But they said businesses, though, if you're yes. using ten, this is where it's going to fuck up because you you know if you do a business, it's networked and it's you know you're using 
other hard drives that are virtual or what have you, that shit's going to get fucked It's going to get silly. Up. Yeah. yeah. You'd be like, hey, what happened to our F drive? I don't know, but I got a Z drive now. You know, it's like, why does my, look at my drives. It spells, I got an F drive, a U drive, a C drive. Okay. I see where this is going. <laughs> We're just playing games out here now. <laughs> and can you get the ZX drive? What? Fuck? Yeah. Dude, it's in Roman numerals now. I got a VII drive. What the hell? <laughs> Wait, can you get the asterisk equal sign drive, please? Can you get the two times two equals two drive out of here? <laughs> can you get the Terrence Howard drive? I don't know. <laughs> oh fuck you, Terrence Howard. That's what that's what happened. That's why yeah. this thing is fucked up. Somebody went ahead and saw Terrence Howard and so I was like, hey, you know what? He's right. It can't have it now. Now let's change math. Oh fuck. <laughs> it's people like Terrence Howard why we have common core math now. All right. <laughs> right. So I'm ex- I'm excited about that's this. That's why we next can't have one. good things. Right. I'm excited about this next one. I haven't really had a chance to check it out yet. Um, DC Comics has announced that they they would be bringing their entire comic library to the DC Universe service. Last week, they officially announced that their library of more than 21,000 comics are uploaded and can be viewed. Subscribers can view any comic one year older or more on the service. Best feature, download capabilities for offline reading if you have metered data. The service is $8 a month, which comes with the entire DC movie and television library and their special original content, which currently features Doom Patrol. If you are a comic book fan (laughs) and you don't have DC Universe, (laughs) you fucking up. Like, bro, all I did, I was on my phone today real quick on a break, and I was just looking at the comics. If it, it never, it doesn't end. And they have curated lists too. Like you like Graham Morrison, he's got a list. Oh yeah. You like you want to read about it was weird shit. Like um, when superheroes go bad, <laughs> bam, they got a list of those. It was it looked like so much fucking fun just to dive into these comics. I did open one comic just to see how it read, and um, it was cool. Like I was on my phone though. Yeah. And and I and I feel like especially with comic books, even more more so than books, you need a tablet. You need something a little bigger. You know, like you could read something on the phone, I guess, in a pinch. <laughs> like if you absolutely want to read something, but it's, it's there's so much artwork that you really it, want, you don't want to miss, you know. I think it has its own embedded comic book reader. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So it's cool cuz it it has the whole panel by panel. And it looked like it worked fine. Like I said, I didn't. I was at work. I didn't really have time to fuck with it. But um, I, I pulled up an issue of Doom Patrol. <laughs> but because uh, it was right in the front of the fucking oh, yeah. Doom Patrol, you know. And I was like, okay, fine. So, I guess they want me to read Doom Patrol. <laughs> guess I'm reading Doom Patrol today. Okay, Doom Patrol. Um, Doom Patrol. Anybody? Yeah. <laughs> little Doom Patrol. Yeah, but it has all that, and it also has. Um, you know, this might not be everybody's cup of tea. But it has a little community feature in it. Uh, it's kind of like a forums, you know, stuff like that. But also, too, what it ha- that that extends into every issue of every comic book that series there has the ability to leave a comment, like leave a like, yeah, this is pretty dope, or oh man, this is like my favorite issue, like that kind of shit. And I I kind of dig that. I think it's kind of cool. Like, and we compare this to Marvel. Um, what do they call their service again? Oh, Marvel Unlimited. Marvel Unlimited. Marvel Unlimited is great too. Yeah. But one thing that Marvel Unlimited has is it's six months, not a year. Yeah. So 
there's that, but also DC Universe has the television shows, the movies, and it's cheaper by a couple bucks, you know. So it is what it is, you know. It, honestly, if you're a big time comic book fan, having both of these is not is is twenty bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't see a reason to have both of them though, because it's a lot of fucking comic books. I don't <laughs> unless that's all you do is read comic books all day. I don't. I don't read uh, classic literature. I read the, to me classic literature is the uh, uh, Lee Kirby run of Spider Man and uh, right. the Grant Morrison run of uh, Doom Patrol. That to me, that's, that's right. That's quality literature. That's right. <laughs> you got like one of those fat wine glasses. You're all swirling it as you speak. It's got Kool Aid in the motherfucker. <laughs> and instead yeah, of actually, instead um, of a pipe, you have a. It's a vape. <laughs> right. The Marvel. The Marvel one. Um, I had it for a month and I used it to read all of uh, Seth MacFarlane's oh, yeah. 90s run of Spider-Man and I had never read it before. And I'm like, this is fucking dope. <laughs> like those services are great just to be like if you're if you're like a new comic book fan, you've missed so many good runs. That's a, that's the one thing that I, I was thinking about because I was thinking about during our break of um, signing up for the free trial of uh, DC Universe and looking at the comic books and then maybe watching like fucking animated bat the Batman the Animated Series again. Yeah, uh, man. And, and it's the it's the uh, remastered version, so it's not grainy or anything. Oh, shit. Yeah, and, and just kind of really kind of checking it out and just, you know, seeing about that. Because, yeah, I mean, I was looking at it as, like, you know, yeah, you can actually go back and read classic runs, which I thought is, which is one of the things I liked about the Marvel one, too, is that you can go back and read classic runs of, of, of uh, your favorite writers or just storylines. And I would like to be able to, I would like to revisit like this death of Superman and you know, the, yeah. the, uh, um, the long Halloween, you know, and all of those kind mm-hmm. of different stories in there. And then so ma- many fucking great Batman stories, man, especially in the eighties. And then even start like, even maybe go back and like going, Oh, well, because if you're getting that, you're not really, really going for a year, you know, you're not really looking to be like, Oh, well I can catch up on all the comic books because it's like, yeah. You probably aren't. If you're going for it, you're going to probably, if you're going to get like, burned out after a while. Yeah. I mean, I would probably go back to the beginning of Rebirth or go from Flashpoint yeah. and start, you know, catching up. Also, on that. speaking a year, they, they have a yearly plan. So you can either pay $8 a month or you can pay 65 bucks. And I think after I get this move done, I'm going to, I'm going to pay the yearly on it. Um, cause that fucking $8 keeps sneaking up on me sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, Oh yeah. shit. Um, it's like that. Netflix. So yeah, I think, it's like I think I'm Netflix just going to pay baby. yearly. All right. Well, for many years, Marvel has done day and day release for their Avenger movies. However, this time they released it in China and other countries a couple of days before the U.S. because of spoilers and piracy. Well, Marvel got a lesson that in the that the U.S. isn't the only one for pirates. Within hours of release in China, Avengers Endgame cam versions of the movies appeared on China-based torrent sites. Within a day, the same copy began appearing on English language sites and then reported a reported greatly improved copy began circulating on a Russian-based site. Um, yeah. I mean, to think that nobody was going to do this over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I was, I was thinking about it and I'm like, this isn't going to hurt. This isn't going to no. hurt at real all. Real fans are going to see it in the theater. Yeah. Everybody already and, bought and their tickets. And real fans is everybody. Yeah. And so. that's everybody that bought their tickets already too. You know? Yeah. And I mean, the fucking AMC is going to have, I think, 24-hour showings for like the weekend. Most, I feel like most people, at least in the States, I can't speak for other countries. The, the struggle is real in some other countries. I ain't trying to judge, you know. 
But I, I think here, most people, they love a movie. They'll go see it at the theater and then they'll come home and bootleg it so they can watch it again. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, yeah, cause, which I think hurt, it, it does hurt the movie because no one's going to the movies 8,000 times to go see a fucking movie. But I mean, no well, one does that anyway. It's too fucking expensive. <laughs> I mean, unless they go to like AMC's Tuesday. Yeah. Where it's yeah, like yeah. six bucks or whatever. But I think in a, in a lot of instances, especially for a lot of people, I mean, there's a lot of people that will see the movie once. Or they'll see it at least two times. But, you know, um, I don't know. I, I really don't suspect this will hurt. Anybody that bootlegs it and doesn't go see it wasn't going to go see it to begin with. They were going to yeah, wait. They were going to wait. They were going to wait till a bootleg copy came out. Or wait till someone takes them. They're that guy. <laughs> yeah, that guy. You know, <laughs> fuck those people. Like, that's the thing is that, yeah, bootlegging is a real thing, but it's a certain kind of person that does it instead of going to the theater. Right. Now, I do know quite a few people that bootleg and don't buy Blu-rays. Yeah. That's a situation, yeah, but that, not the movie theater. Um, so back in episode 333, we reported on a rumor that two new Switch devices were coming. This is why we don't like uh, to report on rumors, but we also couldn't understand the logic behind it. And that was true. When we spoke about this, we were kind of on the fence about it. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, they're going to come out with a better version and then a cheaper version. It's like, right. why? What are we doing here? So Bloomberg, Bloomberg has been a solid source for a while, but Nintendo squashed rumors that a cheaper version would be um, released uh, for the Switch. I don't remember if I said Switch. I did say Switch. Okay. <laughs> released in June, uh, which would have coincided with E3. As a general rule, we're always working on new hardware, and we will announce it when we are able to sell it. Nintendo CEO uh, Shintaru for- Furukawa, I think. I think I messed up a Japanese name today. That's weird. <laughs> um, told reporters in Osaka um, Thursday. But we have no plans to announce that that at this year's E3 in June. And and Nintendo is one of those companies that they announce something like, when's a good, you guys going to sell it tomorrow? Yeah, it, it's one it's, of those where it's like, oh yeah, we announced it and it's going to come out in like at the right. end of the year. No, it's like, no, it goes on sale tomorrow. Actually, it's been on sale since the minute it left my mouth. <laughs> like, that's right. It's been in the store for a week. You guys <laughs> right. just didn't know what it was. Um, <laughs> online reports are walking back the idea of a new, more powerful Switch. Uh, was coming out this year as well. Um, now, reporter reports um, indicate that a modest upgrade would be coming out, which makes more sense. And it does. I mean, in the, the nature of the machine, it's a tablet. You can't yeah. put too much power in it because right. <laughs> it's going to it's going to become cumbersome and it's going to become hot. Yeah. You know, there's a balance for that for that portability. And I think anybody, any savvy gamer knows that. There's a reason why the Switch is not as powerful as the Xbox One and the PS4, and it's okay because you have that ability to take it with you. Right, but you know, you know and and those like, you know, the rumors for both of those have been coming out since I think what the end of last year, 2018. Yeah, and the the issue with that that you know what we discussed in that episode was it didn't make sense for them to make a more powerful version because then it's like. Okay, so what does that do with the people that didn't? And then it's like, and then make a cheaper version. It's like, well, why would you have two of those? You're not Microsoft. You know, right now, Microsoft is flooding the market with various versions of, you know, uh, right. or, or the Xbox. They're, they're flooding the market with Xbox Ones in various states of undress. And, kinda, uh, and, <laughs> but it's kind of like, 
I don't see like Nintendo is a Japanese company. I don't see how that would make sense. Now them upgrading. Yeah, Sony the, doesn't do that yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they come out with well, they had the PlayStation Four and then the PlayStation Four Pro, but that's the nature of those consoles. The Xbox One and then the Xbox One X right. makes sense because things get cheaper. They can make it more compact and then give you a little more bells and whistles. Now with the with Nintendo, they're going to probably do the same thing. The the, the first one comes out and then the, it's like phones, you know, then the next one comes out, oh we can make them cheaper, the pieces are cheaper, we know how to do it, we can make it a little better. And then you have that new version, but a cheaper one it just didn't seem to make sense because the Switch isn't that much more expensive. I think too the news the rumor mills in general, they see Nintendo's the hot shit. They see Nintendo's um, selling far faster than the other two, even though, I mean, it's newer, <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, they're starting to do just like kind of what you're saying is attribute trends from Microsoft's say that, and oh, well, Nintendo's obviously going to do the same thing. They're going to come out with this first. Nintendo doesn't do that. Right. Like they, 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 if they come out with anything, it's it will be, be far new. down the line. And it'll be new. Yeah. It won't be, oh, well, we've decided to upgrade this and, you know, holler. it's like, no. If they're going to come it'll out with something. It'll just be a cheaper one that yeah. does the same exact thing. <laughs> yeah, and it'll be a new name. It'll be something completely different. Or it'll yeah. be part of the Switch line, which is this, and you can do this. But it's The like, Switch Mini. Here's some silly <laughs> shit. Yeah. It's the Switch Nintendo Mini. Nintendo is cutesy with their shit. It's the Switch Mini that plays all original NES games. Wait, what? <laughs> it's got a cartridge attachment what the fuck <laughs> and a, a sticker on the top that says don't blow into the cartridge then also keep in mind microsoft came out with the all digital version okay right. that's also because they're in last place people yeah nintendo ain't got to play those games right now like yeah sony has outsold them but they're not outpacing them currently right. it, there could you could argue that nintendo's in first place yeah. If we're not looking solely at at sales numbers here, but well, they already beat the Nintendo sixty four lifetime sales. I know, isn't that amazing? That's fucking crazy. Those numbers, those numbers have been solid for over two fucking decades. <laughs> they, it's it's incredible, you know. And I think um, Nintendo is just fucking dominating the market right now. But something about Nintendo, and I've always respected it, even though sometimes it's been to their detriment. But I've always respected it. They always have. This way of doing business. Yeah. And fuck you. If, if you, they're not going to deviate from it. Sometimes it's hurt them with the Wii U. Yeah. They sold, they sold the Wii U just like they sold the Switch. Same exact way. Mm-hmm. Just no one wanted the Wii U. Well, and the big, the big problem, and this is the thing that I saw that was different with the Switch versus the Wii U, is they gave you titles that actually worked with it. Exactly. More launch titles, things that actually, I mean, there were more launch titles. But, um, actually, let me take that back. There wasn't that many launch titles, but there was a less gap between the, the, the bef- why when we got Zelda to when you actually got Mario. There was a, a less window period as opposed to the Wii U, which gave you just ports of games that had already been out for a year. And it was, and it, that was, that I, I know really hurt them. Well, I was having an argument with somebody where they were saying the Wii U was garbage. And no one liked it because of this and that. But the Switch is awesome because they learned from their mistakes. I'm like, the Switch is the Wii U. Yeah. It, they're the same thing. It just doesn't it, have the, the console The part. Switch, right. The Switch is they took the gamepad and you don't need the thing on the TV. Yeah. That's all it is. And that's because that's what – when the Wii U came out, that's what everybody wanted. They thought they could do that. They didn't sell the Wii U right. Yeah. <laughs> you that know, was like, everyone's like, oh, problem. cool. I can play this wherever and, I want. No, you can't. Yeah. To be honest, that was the biggest problem. That w- yeah. They, they – and even Nintendo eventually admitted that they just didn't 
they, they didn't, didn't market, they didn't it, correctly. market it correctly, even to developers because developers didn't know how to use the gamepad. Because they're right. like, well, wait, is it portable? No. Okay, then. All right. So how do we? How does this work? But I'll tell you. I'll tell you this. I know it's an old game, but they ported Diablo three to the Switch. I'm having a fucking blast. Okay, <laughs> and it's the full everything it has every expansion and fucking that. I'm just. It's so much fun to be able to play Diablo three wherever the fuck I go. Nice. It's awesome. I was at Fry's. I was at the grocery store. <laughs> And I was just walking around slaying demon scum. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. Uh, well, on Thursday, Variety reports that a new Star Trek animated series is coming, yes. but not to CBS All Access, but Nickelodeon. Mm. This kid-friendly CG animated series will follow, quote, a group of lawless teens who discover a derelict Starfleet ship and use it to search for adventure, meaning, and salvation. This is the first Star Trek series that won't appear on the subscription-based service, which is, surpri- which is a surprising change for CBS, especially since they love milking their fans for every dollar they can get. They're just trying to get the right market. Yeah. That's, all, that's really all it is. If you, you, could, if you put a kid's show on CBS All Access, no one would see it. Yeah. You know, so I'm excited about this, though, because I've been trying. My kids have like a, <laughs> like a faint interest in Star Trek, but they're confused. Too sciencey, it, it, yeah. Like they they don't get it because like they watch Discovery. They're not first of all when they ju- they're not watching it from episode one, right? Because they're just they jump in when I jump when I'm watching, and they're like, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> I feel like this would be fun. Something something uh something to have a good time with, and it's kind of a cool. This is for kids, but it will probably be good for people to watch too. I, I I think, um, it's a cool premise. Yeah, you know takes place in the 29th century <laughs> oh shit <laughs> it's fucking discovery that they find <laughs> i knew it they're like damn it i knew it was all connected <laughs> but aren't they supposed to have an animated series for adults too yeah, they still they're still having that those are still being yeah. developed but this is just another series ad tacked on i think there's two now for cbs all access but maybe nickelodeon's making it and they just licensed out the property it's possible or you know uh, well i think nickelodeon is owned by viacom i think I think it's yeah, owned it by CBS, so yeah. They're yeah. probably thinking like, well, we have the adult stuff, which is who's going to get this. If we make a kid stuff, it might get them to, you know. I think they're just making a real push with the Star Trek franchise. They're really trying to to make it popular again, like something that was real. And it, I mean, Discovery's doing it. Yeah. You know, so I think they're just trying to get other markets. I don't blame them. Yeah, no, it, it's funny though when you read the comments on some of these, like, I hope the writing's better than it was on Discovery. I'm like, what the fuck, people? Like, people are gonna, dude, people are gonna hate on Discovery. It's just the way it is. Yeah. It's, it's too different. It's new. Yeah. You know, and, and they did the same thing. The same thing when, when TNG Gen, came yeah, out. TNG. The same thing with DS9, Voyager, Enterprise, all of them. They just hate them when they come out. If it's not the original series, fuck you. Yeah. That kind of attitude. You know, and I get it, you know, because I was like that when I was younger. I was all into TNG and then um, DS9 and Voyager. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, I didn't I didn't watch DS9. And Steve knows I didn't watch DS9 for a while. Yeah. Because I was that fanboy. I was like, they just stay on a station. It's not even a fucking Federation station. The <laughs> fuck out my face with this. There's just money grabbing. <laughs> fuck this bullshit. I was, and I was a little kid pissed off, you know. Explains then a lot. I, it explains a lot now. <laughs> then I notice, and I, I still haven't finished. I still haven't even finished DS Nine. Great show. 
You know, it's a different vibe, but it's yeah. a great show. And I even like Voyager. Voyager just has Voyager just has more episodes that are shitty. Yeah. And, yeah, and they I mean, did not character develop that well. I think that's really kind of the issue with them is the fact that, like, you have Next Gen, two seasons. There, there are a lot of bad ones, but there are a few good ones in the first two seasons. Some of the greatest Star Trek ever made is in TNG. Yeah, and then you hit season three, and then you start like, okay, now we're hitting our legs. Now we're saying, fuck, da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> fuck I just watched uh, Darmok yesterday. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I was like... What season was that? Uh, that was one of the later ones, wasn't that it? That was, yeah. It was one yeah. of the later ones. Season um, five, I think. Probably. I wanted to say season five. Um, and it was it was cool, too, because like I was going through, and I looked, and I go, oh, Star Trek's on, and then I saw Darmok. I was like, oh! Oh we yeah, have to watch I have it. to watch that one, yeah. and then just watching that and just watch watching Paul Winfield. Oh my god! Just the way he's saying, you know, Darmok and Jalar at Tanagra, and it just the inflections that he gave, like it really made sense to him what he was saying, and I was just like going, "It's one of those so things good. that if you've never seen it and you explain the premise." that's stupid why would you watch it? then you watch it and someone who appreciates storytelling not some just who's gonna kind of be on his phone not paying attention to it someone who's actually gonna sit down and watch it by the end of it you're almost crying yeah. like it's it's such the acting is it didn't deserve to be on 90s television <laughs> like it was it was out of this fucking world man pun intended <laughs> um but no like I am. This is an exciting time to be a Star Trek fan. Um, we have third, the third season. I am so. I bring up the third season of Star Trek Discovery every fucking day. <laughs> the people I don't even know. I'll. A lot of people aren't going to get the Steve does. Look, there was two people talking about Star Trek Discovery the third season, uh-huh. randomly at a store, and I jumped into the conversation. <laughs> I don't talk to people. (laughs) That's true. He does not. (laughs) So it's got me pumped up because who knows what's going to happen. Now this animated series, I'm pumped up for this. The Picard series series started filming already. Um, Fuck which is Which is funny because all these. Riddled with issues, right? Yeah. yeah, Riddled with issues. Trash papers want you to believe. Yeah. Or that. Oh, yeah. What did they say? Oh, it was funny, too, because uh, on. Because I. you know, peruse around on YouTube under the Lazy Geeks monitor. So yeah. I, I can kind of look at other shit. And I was looking at these trash talking Star Trek ones and they're like, is the Picard series canceled? Riddled with issues. It's on the verge of being canceled because nobody wants to build toys for these. And the, all the, all the, uh, what was it? The marketers saw this stuff and are like, oh, we don't, we're not going to do that. I was like, yeah, bullshit. You're there. Yeah. Because they're looking at the designs going, oh, I'm not going to sell that. We won't be able to sell that. No, it's Star Trek. They're going to, they're going to make it and they're going to sell it. That's how that's how money works. Capitalism works. It's not integrity. It's money. And they were like, "Oh yeah, the Star Trek, the Star Trek uh, Picard series is is on the verge of death. It's going to die because this that riddled with problems." The next day, Variety reported, "Oh yeah, three people have been cast to co-star in the Star Trek series." And I was like, "Huh? Thought it was canceled." And really fucking dying. And then you know, this, withering at the vine. And then this week, I see the thing that says Picard series begins production. I was like, "Huh." Thought it was dying. Talking shit. <laughs> First of all, they're making a Picasso's. You know what that is? That's a Shakespearean Star Trek. Exactly. That's the fucking level it's going to be at. See, a lot of people, a lot of young cats, 
they they hear Patrick Stewart, they think X Men did a wonderful job in X Men. Yeah, they think like American Dad and some of the silly stuff he's been doing, having a good time. You know, they don't know about this shit. This is next level shit. And if you're into acting, like you re- and you don't know about Patrick Stewart, look up some of his fucking stage plays. I'm serious with you. Yeah, his stage performances are amazing. There was one. Like I, um, there's uh, one that I got on DVD. It's Hamlet, and mm-hmm. it stars David Tennant as Hamlet and Patrick Stewart as Hamlet's father. A fucking amazing. You want you want some <laughs> real fucking acting? Go right ahead and watch that. Yeah, that was oh man, <laughs> chills when I was watching. That. <laughs> And it, it's so it's just it's just a lot. It's just like wow, you know. It's like you can't. And there was one I was watching some video that said uh, some some guy on there, and and he's just saying he goes, yeah, people have asked what would I, you know, what would I pitch for Star Trek, and he was pitching a Picard series, and it was supposed to be like his pitch was like two years, three years after the Dominion War ends, and Starfleet's on the verge of trying to figure out what they want. And he goes, and I would open it with this monologue. And he gives this monologue that's supposed to be Picard. And I was listening to it. I go, you have no idea how Picard sounds. I go, if you would be speak, if you're writing for Picard, you would be speaking as Patrick Stewart. Yeah. And everything that he said, I go, that's shit. Like I was listening to it. I'm like, that's not, you don't have his cadence. You don't have his rhythm. You don't have his vocabulary. I was like, you don't understand how Picard he speaks like a British man, like yeah. like an educated, like the most it, British it, Frenchman you would level ever, of poise to it. The, the most British Frenchman you've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a certain level of poise and just authority. And and the thing about Patrick Stewart when he was delivering those lines in in um, Star Trek, he didn't have to yell. He didn't have to. Get crazy and 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 flail well, his arms around. Well, you he, know. he did once. He did once. There are four lights. But it made it intense, didn't it? <laughs> I love that scene. And that. even then, he cut that motherfucker down. Yeah. Calmly, he's like, "I pity you." <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god, that dude looked like he was gonna fucking cry." Oh man. The actor, not the character, because <laughs> he was in the he was in the fucking the presence of greatness. Anyway, obviously we were riding fucking Patrick Stewart's dick a little too high this episode, and I have no regrets. Exactly. I'm going to walk a little funny tomorrow, but I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, that is our episode for this week. Thanks for joining us. If you want to help us out, you can. there's two ways you can. One, you can leave us a review wherever you get the show, recommend the show to friends, or two, if you really want to help us out, you can donate. Head over to thelazygeeks.com and click the donate button. You can definitely follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash the lazy geeks. Twitter and Instagram are both the same. It's at the lazy geeks, one word. Send us feedback, comments, suggestions for episodes, or your favorite conspiracy conspiracy theories. Also, um, your dreams of Patrick Stewart. I mean, let's keep it real. <laughs> exactly. Okay. The geeks at the lazy geeks.com. All right. If you want more content from us, just head over to the blog, thelazygeeks.com. Thanks for checking us out. So until we return on May 20th, live large. If you ain't living large, you ain't living at all. Mm